Workers Independent News, Week in Review. I'm Doug Cunningham. Nissan workers in Canton, Mississippi are voting Thursday and Friday on whether to join the United Auto Workers. Workers at the plant say Nissan is waging a very aggressive anti-union campaign. The National Labor Relations Board is bringing a new complaint against Nissan alleging unfair labor practices. It says Nissan is violating labor law by threatening to close the plant. It's also interrogating workers about their union support and, in effect, trying to bribe them for voting against the union. Nissan worker Christopher Milton says Nissan's anti-union fear campaign is backfiring on them. Right now, Nissan's got an anti-union campaign going on, and every day in our startup meetings, there's some of our monitors trying to get everybody to vote no. I don't think it's working out too good for them, because they finally realize, and throughout the time that we've been working there, I've been there for 15 years, they really never really listened to anybody, but now they're trying to say they're sorry for not listening to us, and they're ready to listen to us now, but it's a little bit too late for that. I feel strong, and I think they know that the numbers are against them. I think they realize that we got the numbers that we need to make this go through. Have Republicans used an illegal conspiracy to grab and hold political power in America? Evidence is mounting that they have. In fact, there is far more evidence of a GOP illegal conspiracy to disenfranchise voters than evidence of voters themselves committing Election Day fraud. The U.S. Supreme Court will hear a Wisconsin case alleging that political districts in Wisconsin were intentionally designed to favor Republicans. Former U.S. Attorney General Eric Holder is working to overturn these illegal political districts. This fight is about more than partisan politics. This fight is fundamentally about saving our democracy. Illinois Federation of Teachers President Dan Montgomery says in vetoing the school funding bill, SB1, Governor Bruce Rauner is pitting downstate Illinois against Chicago for his own political gain. Rauner's amendatory veto Tuesday takes a $250 million block grant from Chicago Public Schools and changes how Chicago Public Schools' pensions are funded. The IFT says Rauner vetoed a balanced bipartisan budget bill that ended a two-year budget crisis in Illinois of the governor's own making. That veto was overridden. Wins Joanne Powers has more labor news. 20,000 dock workers at 29 ports in California, Oregon, and Washington look to be set to approve an unprecedented contract extension through the end of 2021. While official results of the vote won't be available until Friday, the International Longshore and Warehouse Union says that early returns show two-thirds of their membership approving the contract extension with shipping companies of the Pacific Maritime Association. The association first approached the union with the proposal more than three years before their current contract expires in July of 2019. This was likely to avoid a repeat of the contentious and disruptive nine-month battle between the ILWU and the PMA that led to the current contract in 2015. The union said the extension, if approved by the membership, would raise wages, maintain health benefits, and increase pensions. For more labor news, visit workersindependentnews.com. Workers Independent News provided by Diversified Media Enterprises. I'm Doug Cunningham.